0: No Bonjour. <laughs> Welcome to No Challenges remaining. I'm Ben Rothenberg. <laughs> Courtney to Win is here too. Bonjour, Courtney. Bonjour, Ben. We have a live studio audience. We do have a live studio audience of one. We're recording this late. I was out of commission, under the weather, uh, when we normally would record this yesterday, so it's late Saturday night, play starts in like probably less than 12 hours, but we're going to do this, and to do, do it quickly, these draw shows, just mostly because I love this title so much, are Draw Me Like One of Your French Open-s. <laughs> um, <laughs> I <was> like, plural. <laughs> plural. Whatever. It's a sure. beautiful language. Um, let's talk about this draws. Boys or girls first? Boys. Boys. All right. Boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, Novak Djokovic opens against your boy. Uh, I love
1: Hubert Herrkach. I don't know if people not everybody on the podcast follows me on Twitter, which is great. Like please don't do it. I literally tweet it intentionally so that people don't follow me. Um, but I love Hubert Herrkach for the only reason that well, I mean he's good. Uh but he is good. Uh, he is good. But every single one of his mannerisms, as I tweeted, is as though somebody took like very detailed motion capture of Andy Murray and, like, built it into this, like, CPU1 character. Like, he's so, like, I wouldn't be able to recognize him ever. But I love him. And he plays Novak in the first round. And there are some keen Novak watchers who we had dinner with tonight mm-hmm. who, was, who are very worried about this match. I don't know if they should be. But, um, yeah. Hubert no- Hurkacz.
0: Novak is really good. He's very good. Novak is really good. I read very little into this Rome loss because of every year in Rome, if there's a late night semifinal for the men, it always screws over the night person. And Novak had played longer matches. And to Rafa's credit, Rafa played really efficient, quick matches throughout the week. That was his own good doing. He earned some of that advantage. Not all of it, but a lot of it.
1: And yet, Novak took him to three. Yeah. That second set was the weirdest thing. It was odd. So, yeah. But even stepping back, like Ben, obviously Novak... Going for history here mm-hmm. to, to to do the Novak Slam twice, which mm-hmm. is win all four majors and hold all four majors. Serena once. Slam twice, actually. Seren- yeah. I love it. Yeah. Good stuff. Will they rename it the Naomi Slam when she wins Roland Garros in Wimbledon? It's a question. <laughs> um, but that we'll save that for later in the podcast uh, in, in a few weeks. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he's going for a lot. There's a lot at stake for him. There's a lot of history. If he were to do that, amazing permutation to the GOAT argument
0: hmm
1: Right? Especially given his... Ma- your, what's your name for the master's thing? Oh, Jokemon. The Jokemon, yeah. yeah. That he's completed the entire Jokemon. Still
0: haven't seen Detective Pikachu, by the way. Eager to.
1: We're real loopy right now, folks. Um, it's happening. But but yeah, but there's a lot... What's kind of
0: funny to me about Novak, though, is he's also sort of under the radar. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I mean... And here's the thing that is... Which the is so deb- Novak. But, but here's the thing that is always the debate about Roland Garros, yeah? To not consider Rafa Nadal... The overwhelming favorite to win this title would be disrespectful to Rafa and Math. Yes, yeah. and to disrespect and, and to discount Novak's chances is entirely disrespectful to Novak. But I think, based off of the numbers, I'd rather disrespect Novak than Rafa. <sighs>
0: I'm looking to draw. I'm wondering if anyone else has been disrespectful of Novak and Rafa at the same time on this podcast recently. It may have happened. Um, <laughs> but Nick Curious uh, pulled out, <laughs> as Courtney also does <laughs> the boom throw. <laughs> I'm
1: wearing but, you know, a very perfect, loud jacket. You, you so. turned it
0: into kind of a Simba at the end. It was an interesting It was.
1: A... <laughs> yeah, it was...
0: Yeah. Um, uh, so- We're
1: just trying to make our studio audience of one
0: left. He's so doing fine. It's bad. um Sasha Zverev is also in this quarter. We can go fairly fast with this show. Sasha Zverev won Sasha Zverev won Geneva today. Good for him. I hope it makes him happy. He's had like a rough go of things this year. He has. And if maybe he's looser and feel I mean his draw sucks. If he had a good draw I'd be, I'd be interested in him here. I'm not really that interested in him here. Who he, do you
1: think out of that quarter takes out Sasha though?
0: Well the one who gets the first <clears throat> chance is Lajovic who nearly took him out here last year and made the Monte Carlo final. That would be the first seed that Sasha faces. His first seed. Um, and then Fanini won Monte Carlo, uh, and then Djokovic. I mean, I just, there's no way he makes his first semi here. And shit, even Chorich, if, if Chorich gets through. I mean, not not Sasha's time. But um, Djokovic, I think should Djokovic, if he's playing well, I think this is a fine draw for him. I mean, Munar or, I keep wanting to say Moonyar, by the way, and it's not Moonyar. There's not one of those little tilde NEA things over. It's just Munar. Which I find really boring. It's a missed opportunity for Moonyar. <laughs> anyway,
1: we're so loopy. Continue though. Uh,
0: that's that's. I'm done with that quarter. Are you have any thoughts on that quarter?
1: I I mean I have good, I, I mean I've got Novak through to at least the semis. Yeah. So, then, so, so we so can other, go to the second quarter.
0: Other quarter is Dominic Team's quarter. It's number four here. He made the final here last year. Not a very good final, but he made it. Um, he plays uh, Tommy Paul first. who's the American wild card and then gets Bublik, who's a delight um and then maybe We love out. Sasha Bublik. He's wonderful.
1: I feel like Sasha Bublik is definitely like in the short, you know, kind of like a list of five players who's like an NCR
0: like mascot. We never had him on. We should have him on at some point. Go get Bublik. He'd be good. Uh, He's ca- amazing. Cuz of Curious. It's a trend for us. Um and um Hey,
1: did you interview Nick Kyrios last I, week? Yeah.
0: Uh, shut up. <laughs> um no we did interview nick curious last week it was it was we, sort of it was sort of a thing we as, into that. <laughs> i find i was all me and mostly mostly nick
1: it wasn't you it was nicholas although you did a wonderful job ben oh thank you i was very proud of you thank you so much and we still mean to do like a follow-up podcast just about to, nicholas had but...
0: we had we gotten all our goals accomplished for ncr which we got none of done this week we wanted to do like a yeah, follow-up show on nick which maybe there's still time to do at some point. I
1: think there's still time to do it. it it's because A lot of people have a lot of thoughts. A lot of people have thoughts. I have thoughts. Yeah. Uh, and I'm a co-host of this podcast. But we're going to focus on Roland Garros where Nicholas Kyrgios is not playing.
0: What does it say about this this tour that he's not even here? All we can talk about is Nick Kyrgios.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, uh, second quarter. <laughs> Dominic team.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Dominic team uh, is playing very well. His draw is actually great now that I look at it. Um, his only possible person I see beating him, honestly, is in the quarters. It's... Uh, Martín Del Potro, who is playing well, suddenly, probably unexpectedly, better than expectations, after having a good run in Rome, making the quarters there and playing Djokovic very tough. You have a face, so, like you want to say something Courtney?
1: I do. Wa- I do want to say something, Ben. Um, I think that there's a chance that Fernando Verdasco could take out Dominic Team. I think that again. Circling back, based (laughs) off of your discussion with Nicholas Kyrios last week, I think there's a little bit of a fire that's been burning under. He did win two matches the next day. He really did, and they were good matches. In I mean, big big wins. Yeah. So Hmm. I just think that, like, if if Verdasco and obviously he's he's played well at Roland Garros before in terms of being able to get a good performance or a good win, I think that that potential matchup with Dominic Team in the, what would that be?
0: Fourth uh, round. Fourth round. Assuming he beats Monfils, who's a higher seed.
1: Yeah, first. but Monfils is saying he's not feeling all that great physically, et cetera, et cetera. But the crowd in Paris can obviously boost him. But the gems um, are not at
0: their sparklies right now, it has to be no, said. No,
1: the gems are a bit dimmed at the moment, G-E-M-S. Uh, but yeah, no, I would circle that potential Round of 16 our, against Dominic Thiem. Oh, studio, my goodness. Our studio
0: audience slash, slash researcher shows us that Fernando Verdasco is 4-0 against Dominic Thiem in his career.
1: So that's pretty good. I am so smart. You are. It's
0: amazing. You are. I am the ATP insider. You really don't want that title, but <laughs> fair enough. Um, yeah, Del Pocho is in here. Hatchinoff has had a rough year. Um, yeah, I, mean, I think it's about team. I I see team joke of it happening.
1: Yeah, I... I Yeah, I mean, I'm still circling that Verdasco round of 16. You did. You heard it here first. Obviously, like I said, Mm -hmm. 4-0 against Dominic Team, But also, I think um, Del Potro, one to watch, obviously. Um, He had a press conference today. He said he was incredibly pleased with the level that he was able to bring in Rome. Obviously, he took, uh, what, Novak to three and played three great sets. and, And Novak edged him, and he was two sets as our fact-checking audience, uh, Dutch audience in the corner, it's... The
0: audience is increasingly know-it-all. It's
1: it's a bit much, <laughs> to be quite honest.
0: <laughs> All right, bottom half of this draw is uh, Roger Federer is here. Audience is apathetic about this guy. But um, Roger Federer is back in, in French Open Terrible. for the first time since, Can't 20, hit ball, since 2015. He hasn't won a match here in years. Um, <clears throat> he opens against Lorenzo Sonego. Pretty nice draw for him. Matteo Bertini's had good results on clay. Won Budapest, uh, beat Zverev in Rome, but kind of everybody beat Zverev this year. Um, and then he could get Ciccanato or Schwartzman in the fourth round. And then Tsitsipas has beaten him here before. Roger, you know, it can't be mad at this draw, I don't no, think. No, but, I think. But I think also, it's... it's not thrilling either with Tsitsipas and Wawrinka. has owned him at this tournament in his last he match. He has,
1: but, but I think that, you know, I mean... <laughs> I think one of the storylines going into this this tournament, more so than the Australian Open for the men, is just the fact that I do think that this draw is kind of the first significant slam signal of the depth that that the ATP is kind of experiencing with the youth kind of coming up and everything like that. It's a great draw for Roger. I think you're right that, that he couldn't really ask for more except that he might have to play Roth in the semi. Um, not that I think that he wants to play Novak in the semi, but, um, but it, it's a nice draw for him. Um, in his press conference, um, I don't know why I'm the one that's talking about what he said in press conference, but uh, he, as you Ben, asked him quite directly in one of your more direct questions that I've ever heard you ask.
0: Oh, thank you. Yeah. Were you there?
1: No, but I heard it. Okay. Um, I may have I may have cued it up this morning, or okay. somebody else queued it up this morning and listened to it. Fair. Uh, but a very direct question of like Roger, what do you, what are your expectations? I think can
0: you win? No, I think can you win this tournament? Do you think you can win this tournament? Was my love the
1: directness? Yeah. Highly encourage it. But yes, like Ben asked him directly if he could win this tournament. Roger said, I don't know. I mean, you know, like he's playing. And I thought that his assessment was quite accurate, which is he's playing well. I don't think he's played a ma- bad match on clay. Um, mm. But is that enough to, to, to get it deep? And, and if he plays he hasn't play the pass- top guys anyway. He hasn't played the top guys. Even a sits a pass on clay, he's obviously played well um, and is full he of belief. He did play team. Team's
0: good. He had match points against team.
1: He had two match points.
0: Double. Double match points. I don't know if it was two in a row. And anyway. a breaker. Yeah. yeah.
1: So but, you know, I mean Roger's there, but at the end of the day, you know, when we talk about this uh this draw, it's really about the number two seed, no? Well let me flip this flip before
0: we leave this quarter behind entirely and ask the same question I asked Roger to ask to you on behalf of Stefano Tsitsipas. Yes. Can Tsitsipas win this tournament? Absolutely. Are we, yeah, you think so? I
1: think so. I mean, he, he he's played a lot, and, and and it makes you kind of just, just question generally, like, whether or not he has a stamina over seven matches over two weeks. Obviously, he's proven he has six, you know, or at least five, uh, uh, you know, which he proved at the Australian Open, make the semi there, and then pretty much getting his butt handed to him by Rafa. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he learned from that, and obviously got that that big win over Rafa in Madrid. That was big. So full of belief, full of confidence, and it, it's about fitness, and it's about you know, it's one of the big permutations that exists on the the ATP tour that doesn't exist on the WTA tour, for better or worse, which is that you can do whatever you want on the t- ATP tour side, uh, but it's best of three, and when you have to come to to you know the slams, it's best of five, and I know that's very simple, but. You know, when we talk about a Rafa, when we talk about a Novak, even when we talk about Roger, or Stan, or any of these players, it's it's can you get three sets off of them? Yeah. And you may have proven you can get one, but but the three is is I don't know. I think that, I think that's a really big hurdle. So I'm not sure.
0: Rafa's quarter, I feel like it's almost not even worth mentioning because it's just Rafa. Um, pretty much, he got uh, a uh, great he, uh, he, he, he got a great jaw. Uh, I, I'm a I'm a big admirer of the uh, game of the game of Daniil Medvedev, who might make oh, the quarterfinal. We love
1: we love Medvedev.
0: Medvedev is a twelve seed. Salty, He's great. it's great. Just a lovely uh, saltwater taffy treat. Um, but yes, uh, yeah, you know, I, yeah, I think it made some sense. Um, <laughs> Medvedev could be a quarter or an issue of Kory, but these are not players that see challenging Rafa particularly. He'll make the semis, and he should make he could make the semis rested also. Um, Pella has had a good season to be clear. Pella is a possible is it fourth Pella? round. I, I want it to be Pella. People keep saying Pella. I think it's Pella. Guido. But there's also an all Guido. A- ATP Insider weighing all, in. There's an all, Pella. There's an all Guido first round happening and that should not be overlooked. Pella versus Andreotti. I'm into that. Statistically
1: speaking, and I would actually float this over to, to, to Greg Sharco at the ATP. <laughs> what are the records of Guido on Guido matches?
0: I would have to defer that to our researcher. Hopefully, get the answer to us <laughs> shortly. Before we get to finish this next question, which is, is Roth winning this tournament? Yes or no? Yes. I think probably. I mean,
1: again, this this circles back to the original point that I was making. To say no, is to just completely ignore what he's done here. If he had a tougher road,
0: on. I'd pause. I'm not pausing.
1: Yeah, that's true. If, if if maybe the first two or three rounds, like you felt like they would. Probably take something out of him, but especially the way he played in Rome up until that final. I think that that the final was weird, um, but I feel like that was more mental than physical or tactical or anything like else in terms of, of of Rafa versus Novak. I mean, he's that was what their second match of the season, first one coming after the Australian you know. Open, where where Novak just was an absolute like
0: railroad through. If Novak him. gets to the final without too much wear and tear, I would actually pick Novak in that match.
1: Yeah, yeah, but, but that's not how his draw set up.
0: Right, that's not how his draw set up. Yeah. Uh, women's draw. Hey, Starts ladies. with Novak is going for his fourth straight slam. Naomi Osaka is going for her third straight slam. No big deal. So it's just no a tour deal. with no parry. Super casual. All. Super casual Naomi Osaka. By the way, it was so swaggy. press,
1: Oh my gosh! Like I have to. I I keep reiterating this. I've written it in print, but I also t- uh, tweeted. If you guys want to get a look at all the press conferences, pre press conferences that have happened in Paris, go to tennis.com and go to their video section because obviously Tennis Channel is the rights holder, uh host broadcaster um, in the states of, of the French Open. Mm-hmm. And they have literally posted in full every single press conference that has happened, rights-free, non-geo-blocked. So, um, And I would say definitely go watch Naomi Osaka's press conference. It was super fascinating. I mean, I've interviewed this kid more than probably anybody else since yep. she was 15 years old. and this was one of the more enlightening, interesting kind of insights into the mind of this kid who obviously has a 14-match win streak uh, at the Slams going into this tournament, had won before this clay court season just nine matches on clay in her career, and this year she goes 7-1. And, um, and Two withdrawals, yeah. Yeah, you know, two withdrawals, obviously, and she said, she's like, it's been a rocky season, clay season because of injury, but not because of my level. Like, I feel like I've been playing better yeah. and better. If she if she can stay healthy, um, great. But this is an absolutely the worst draw
0: of any top four seed. Agreed. Sharissa Anna Karolina Schmidlova and then gets the winner of the blockbuster first round match, which is Ostapenko versus Azarenka. Um, and then it gets Sakari potentially third Sakari playing Anna a name we have not seen in a long wow. time yeah. I have to admit I looked up Anna ranking I do not understand how she's in this tournament because t- more than two years ago when I thought her protected would laps she was well outside top 100 already I don't know if someone she's knows directed, no. she's supposed to be protected in but yeah. her rank she's no, no ranking currently um, a bit what the what the kids would call a walking by potentially but we'll see what Sakari especially against Sakari I, that's bagel alert right there with aldridge Who really hasn't played in forever that's a horrible match to come back to sakari on clay yeah um and then so Osaka gets sakari which is already really tough and then gets oh, i wonder what's if stefanos is gonna watch that match <laughs> Osaka sakari uh anyway and then keys uh fourth round potentially or garcia uh and then possibly serena in quarters or We'll get to Serena in a second, but for for Osaka's road to the quarters, is not easy.
1: No, it's not. I mean, like I said, she's definitely the draw loser on the WTA side, only because it, there's no real time to play herself in a form. Like if she, the biggest concern might be the second round if it's against Vika. I think that's a real tough match. Um, third round, like you said, against Sakari, who's full of confidence, won Rabat, uh, made semifinals in Rome, played great, is really, really confident right now that's tough and, and and Osaka basically said like she still is a little bit while the hand that ruled her out of Rome is on the mend she was like I hope that it's 100% by the time I play my first match so which would obviously indicate that it's not 100% at the time the question was asked which was on Friday so there's a little bit of that Um so Sakari Azarenka could knock her out but maybe you know, maybe that takes a little bit of pressure off of her. That it, that it's not an easy draw. That it's not an expectation that she makes it super deep, um, and she can just swing freely and 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 play, uh, which would be very very interesting. So so yeah, and then obviously obviously the the, the potential round of sixteen um, against a Madison Keys or a Caroline Garcia, who Garcia has to recover after playing the Strasbourg final, having match point and losing to Diana Shlemska. Um,
0: Third title in eight months for Yas. yeah,
1: Yas. Yeah, and then, uh, yeah, well, I guess we should talk about Serena, who is potentially a, a quarterfinal matchup against Osaka, but does she get to the quarterfinal?
0: I don't even know with Serena right now. I mean, like, Serena has played almost nothing this season. I mean, she's played nine matches and nothing in the last few months. She hasn't lasted more than one match at any of her last three tournaments. Has to withdraw the last three times. Yeah, withdraw the last three times and walk over, walk over, and mid match retirement in, yeah. in India Wells. Um, her the same persistent knee problem which is not a thing that gets you know better with age or easier with age and she was talking about not being able to work out much do much traditional cardio so she was on a diet I thought that
1: was really really interesting in Rome Rome, is that like when I asked her very explicitly like how long have you been able to practice pain-free like what have you what is your preparation on clay been like she kind of really steered the conversation towards fitness as opposed to actually playing tennis so it's like yeah, like you know, it took longer for me to recover from it. So I've just been really like working on my cardio, uh, and then also being on a diet um, and 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 trying to drop. She doesn't look leaner. She doesn't. She she looks great. Uh, but um, obviously, Ben, as you tweeted, there was the pic of her at, at Disneyland Paris uh, in the wheelchair. From and... from
0: Itheline Bonaventure, which is uh, the I'm... strangest Mad Lib of the... Serena Williams pictured in a wheelchair at. Disneyland Paris from I'm not sure who would be a wild Mad Libs pick to even throw in the hat. Oh, hand.
1: did I not tell you that she's the new WTA Insider? She I'm should. very tired. She so <laughs> she might she might just take over. But She's doing good work. Yeah, she's amazing. She's earning her buck for sure. But, uh, you know, following on on that photo, though, the next day Serena was practicing, um, you know, looking fine from most casual observers' perspective, but moving. Like, so when she was standing in the middle of the court, Hitting a big ball. She hitting, can a it ball. hitting a great ball. Hitting clean. Like, second serve return, she'll freaking crush it. What happens when she gets pulled into the corners and pulled forward, that's where I get a little bit worried. So that is why I ask the question of, like, if it's just, like, okay, she's hitting balls from the middle of the court, great. But does she make that quarterfinal when she could potentially play an Ash Barty who has an incredible, like, slice, who can slice into the the the, quarters, the corners and force her to move? I don't know. And then Ash Barty, who didn't know how to play on clay, took her to three sets here yeah. last year. I think Ash looked a lot better in Madrid. She lost to, to Halop but but got some good wins there.
0: I watched some Nara in Qualis. That's her possible second round. Go you. Nara looking really good. Beat Pachinski. That's a good win. Yeah, that's a very, that's good a win. very good. It's a very good and win. And she's the kind of player can move a ball around, too. Um, so, and just and get I'm, a lot of balls, and back also and she can get hit through. Also, I mean, like it's not hard to beat Nara if you're Serena usually. So I'm not saying like, oh my god, watch out for Nara, per se. But at the same time, like Serena's vulnerable with this. With and and but, she hasn't been finishing tournaments. I would not be surprised if she withdrew from this tournament at some point just with the lack of data, lack of prep. Her draw first two rounds are comfortable, on paper.
1: Third round is the one that third round against if you were to ask me or Kenan. The match that I really, really, really want to see in the first week. It is Andrescu Serena. Mm-hmm. I'm so curious about that if it happens. And it's a super long way away. Like, obviously, Andrescu hasn't played since Miami, um, had a shoulder injury, he said she was pain free about two and a half weeks ago, and has progressively, like, kind of increased the intensity on her practices and getting ready. And she didn't want to risk it uh, by playing a tournament and then not being able to play Roland Garros. So, who knows? Maybe it's a bridge too far. But given that kid's ambition, given that kid's belief, um, and the opportunity to play Serena, I asked her today, like, what would it mean for you to play Serena? And uh, it may not come across on the transcript, but but being in that room, I think she 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 would get up for that match. And and,
0: and it would be interesting. And she has to know, like, well, she must. I'm guessing part of her thinks, like, I hope we get a chance to play Serena in my career. Yeah, because everyone, a lot people, of people, young people, players people who openly that. talk about, like, yeah. we don't know how much longer Serena's gonna be around. We, I want that chance, like, and so especially at a Slam. Yeah, especially when you're feeling as confident and. And Trescu's not lacking confidence, that's for sure. Never has. So, uh, yeah, so next quarter is Simona Halep's quarter. Speaking of confidence, how's Simona feeling these days?
1: It's interesting because... Defending champ. Defending right. champ, obviously, and it's a quarter that is Simona and Petra, so yeah. that is notable. It's, it's not like a soft quarter, necessarily, but it's a nice draw for Simona um, to get there to that quarterfinal.
0: Very nice, actually. Yeah. Um,
1: and but I'm
0: not a bit I don't love no I
1: don't love that as a first round for her I mean yeah. that's tricky I think Isla's playing obviously great tennis this year so she'll and she, they, the last time they played was Cincinnati which was a three set match and Simona had to come back by a lot but um, our good friend Mary Carillo mm. in the Simona Hallett press conference asked Simona the question that has been bubbling in my mind and in a few Simona Hallett followers uh, but has never really been asked as explicitly which is Simona because Simona's like you could not wipe the smile off of her face like she was like i'm so happy to be back i'm happy to be defending champion i'm so happy i won this tournament blah blah and carrillo asked her do you think simona that maybe you might be too happy to play your best tennis and
0: simona she's a little ball rage
1: she's a little she's, she's, she's seed mona yeah. seeth mona uh but so we and, and simona said probably and she she kind of laughed and she's like i'm not gonna lie like I'm really happy to be in this situation, like, and paraphrasing Simona at this point, she said, look, I worked so hard to get that title, I wanted it so badly, so I got it. And, you know, when she got to number one, I mean, in, I think, Simona's mind, she kind of did all the things that she wanted to do, which is get to number one and win Roland Garros. So it's a lot of of kind of like okay, where is that that motivation, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Now that being said, as one who's watched like pretty much every Simona Halep match this year, I have to say the form is there. It was there at Fed Cup. The win that she got over Plisko was incredible. She was dominant um, in her run to the Madrid final before she got beaten by future Roland Garros champion, Kiki Bertens. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she got ousted by Marketa Vandrushva in Rome, Marketa who beat her in Indian Wells. I think that Halep has maybe lost this 1%, 5% of that like desire um, in those tight moments. She had a lead against uh, Elise Mertens in Doha. She let it slip. Mertens won the final. Um she had a lead on von Jushova and India Wells, let it slip. She had a lead on Pliskova, let it slip. Like it it has happened consistently, yep. so that's what I worry about. But the actual level to get deep is totally there.
0: Yeah, and, and with the exception of Tom Javich, I'm sure she'll be switched on for the first match. I think yeah. she'll be fine. Like that's the only real danger I see in the first four rounds for her, honestly. Um, shout out to My, and I think you mentioned this too, but my pick to make the fourth round out of this section, Iga Sviatek. Totally. Who has never won a slam match, I don't think, but... Poland's number one. Yeah, there you go.
1: She is. Iga Sviatek, who's, what, 17 years old now? Yeah. Um, Her draw is so good. Her her draw is so good. She can absolutely make the fourth round of the French Open. Uh, Highly encourage people to watch her. She's good. She's like, she's part of the future of the WTA. Um, Junior... Wimbledon champion? No. She was junior champion last year. She was a junior. Not of US Open. No, not of US Open. Was it here? It was either here or Wimbledon that she won. But um, but yeah, definitely a, a star of the future. Um, and yeah, happy to get uh, to get uh, Poland back on the board after Aga Ravonska's retirement into hotel management.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. She did do that. And yeah. dancing. And dancing. I
1: really want to go to the Aga apartment, like the Do hotels, it. I really want to go. I don't think she'll comp it, so.
0: Please comp. She's a Courtney's fancy, hotel. she's a fancy lady. The fancy is comp. Do
1: people not know, like, so the, the Aga Redvanska hotels, in, they definitely don't in, know, tell them about it. So, like, it's in, Krakow, I think. Krakow, and think. the rooms are themed with, like, Aga's favorite tournaments, so she, obviously she made the Wimbledon final, so there's a Wimbledon room. Singapore champion, Singapore room, um, A few other. I think there's a there's a Miami. I think there's a China Open room, like a Beijing room. It's a whole thing. Rooms look great. Highly recommend it. Really want to go.
0: I think there's some like obscure tournament that Aga won. Did she win an obscure tournament that could be a funny room? There's no like Eastbourne room. No. Did she win Eastbourne? She must have, right? Wimbledon's close enough to Eastbourne. (laughs) Anyway um i think it'll be a bit of a half quarter and i'm looking forward to it
1: do you think Kavita, do you think petra can win this title yeah how many well, players do you think can win this title on the i'm WK not title? sure
0: uh several many um uh, <laughs> not I
1: don't, a fucking answer well, i haven't gone through the whole time like um
0: like going to this third quarter i'm looking at like muguruza's name in here and like she could win this title sure why not um to I mean, is the dark horse. I do think that, like, not that it's hers to lose. It sounds too extreme, but I feel like Osaka will have her say in every match she plays. Osaka is sure. beca- has been the dominant Grand Slam player for the yeah. WTA. There's almost stability now, and on that very specific <laughs> category, and I think that someone will have to beat her. And so when that happens, if it will open up more, and that could be some. That could be in the final with someone like Burton's. It could be an or or Stevens even maybe in a final. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not picking Stevens to make that final. But um, I do think I will consider her a bit of a favorite in almost every match she plays, except for maybe Burtons. Um, And even then, she has experience. Maybe I'd pick her over Burtons, too. Sloane Stevens is in this third quarter. You pick
1: Osaka over Burtons.
0: If they both make the final, Do you know Kiki
1: Burtons' record in finals?
0: She's 9-2.
1: She's a very good finals
0: player. I know. I know. She's 9-2. I'm just saying, Grand Slam is different.
1: It is. And obviously...
0: Kiki knows that, but but I I, just, I think Kiki's I don't know draw is really good. Front,
1: like, yeah.
0: What what don't we like about Kiki's draw? Kanta who beat her in Rome is that what we're talking about? Kanta, Who's never won a match here?
1: Kanta in the third round.
0: Who's Kanta play first? Um, I don't have qualifiers in my draw. Uh
1: Lotner oh, and not bad. uh or Dude. and the winner of Davis Muscova Kanta no, should dry. get through there. Davis-Poskova. So Kiki, Kanta, Kanta who beat her in Rome. After that, a Benchich or a Vekic?
0: Mm, not worried.
1: That's not necessarily a rollover. And I think Sloan, Sloan played... All due respect, Sloane. Sloane Sloan played crap in Madrid mm-hmm. to the point that it made Kiki panic because Sloan was playing so bad, so then Kiki thought, like, oh, I have to absolutely win this match in the semifinals. So Sloan potentially as a quarterfinal opponent there. Muguruza, Muguruza. possibly as a quarterfinal opponent there. And apparently, according to our studio audience of Dutch experts, Pauline Parmentier.
0: Who's Kiki's first round opponent, is 3-0 against her. Including a win against her somewhere in Mexico. I I don't know how I know
1: that. That was impressive.
0: There was a Mexican win (laughs) at some point for Pauline Parmentier. I do know how I know that. I don't want to explain how. But, um, yeah, so I still, see for me, Burton's is untested, unproven at slams. I do think slams are a different metric. Just ask Alina Svitolina, who's in this section, too. Because they've made the same number—Kiki's made one slam semi in her career. so Which for is her- more than
1: what Svitolina has. Which is more than what Svitolina has, right. And but- Svitolina, who's on one leg, who hasn't looked too yeah, fantastic in practice. Uh, which is just, like, really unfortunate. It's a bummer. Like, I—it's it, one of those situations where I would have really encouraged Svitolina, if any of these players listen to me and they don't read whatever, right, and they don't care— but to, to have skipped, you know, lead-ups of just like heal your leg, I don't understand why you are, you obviously have a knee injury, which is obvious, it's not fake at all, it's a legitimate injury, and yet you're posting videos of of, of, of spinning on a stationary bike. You
0: can't which... do that with a knee injury? I generally don't know.
1: Okay, fair enough. I don't know either. I mean, I'm pretty freaking lazy. But it, it seems like the knee has to move to do that. I don't know. Anyways, so I'm not really confident about, obviously, Spilina coming through there. To me, this is this is Burton-Stevens' section with a Muguruza curveball to get through. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Benchich could cause some problems here or there. Good opening draw for Sloan. I very think. Yeah, Misaki Doi, to Benoim play Benoim winner Benoim. of Van D'Oivink, or Cerevis Tormo, two, three
0: letter names. Can you pronounce the, the Belgian player's last name for us real quick? Allison's last name? Van Edgefunk. That's not We're correct. Never That's, that.
1: That. That's <laughs> inaccurate. Um, and then uh, Sasno could be dangerous, I don't know. But yeah, no. I would be very surprised if this is not a Kiki Sloan
0: quarter. The bottom quarter of the draw is Carolina Pliskova, who is the Rome champion. What? what? Number, number two She went from seven to two. She's also the ace queen. Quite a glow up. She's back to being ace queen.
1: She's number three on the WTA Insider Clay Court power rankings, which, what? Because that's, like, over the course of the last four seasons.
0: <laughs> like, it's not even... Dirtball, Dirtball, Pliskova is a thing now. And I like her draw. Uh, Mardich, third round, is not... Or Medlinevic, third round, is not uh, lovely. Svetlana, because that's the second round, potentially tricky, for sure. Yeah.
1: My take on the Pliskova draw is get through the first week and you're okay to go deep, uh, which she says herself, which is that, like, for her at a slam, she knows that, like, the first rounds are just survive. And She said uh, in the champion's corner with me, to be second seeded and lose in the first round is horrible. Like, and that's the pressure for the top seeds in the first round is that you're seeded first, second, third, fourth, and you're expected to win. It's not news if you win. It's so only news so you, if you win. yeah. Yeah, Serena said that before. Like it's never news when I win. It's only news when I lose. So with Pliskova to to potentially place Kuznetsova in the second round, third round, Petra Martic, who won Istanbul, um, and is playing very very well. And then, uh, but once she gets past those first three rounds, her section, the rest of her section is kind of full of, in, of players who have a lot of question marks. The seeds in that section, Elisa Mertens, who hasn't been, really been playing well on clay uh anastasia savastava who physically might not be able to bring it uh caroline Wozniaki, who i understand hasn't been able to play points until about three or four days ago uh, and then Yulia gerges who has had some very um debilitating back problems where she can't like feel her hand all the time Ugh. um so it's 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 if if, if then... can just get through to the round of 16 that round whoever makes it out of that round of 16 should be okay and then you're looking at the top half where Anjali Kerber is coming back from an ankle injury and doesn't love clay anyway. And uh, uh, Carlos Stars navarro who plays Yastrzemska... Yastrzemska could go deep here. She can, but is, does she have what's left in the tank? Yes, she just played yeah. a very, very grueling tournament in Nuremberg, um, or Strasburg, I'm sorry. And she probably
0: plays Monday.
1: Yeah, so uh, I think this is second week, a very nice draw for Carolina. I think first week, she's going to have to do some work.
0: So... In summation, do we get a first-time Grand Slam champion here, according to Yes or No? For the men or the women's? Women's. Talking ladies.
1: First-time Grand Slam or first-time Roland Garros? Grand
0: Slam. No. And you're already here, at the WTA Insider.
1: <laughs> do like that. I'm sorry, Kiki. <laughs> Kiki, Kiki Burton's is the one that like makes me pause. The rest of them, obviously, like, when you talk about... Plisko?
0: No pause for Plisko?
1: Ah. Oh. Mm.
0: No pause. No pause for Sviatic.
1: How dare you? I'm a Carolina Mukava stan.
0: We do love Mukava.
1: <laughs> I don't know. It's hard. I mean, Burton's and Pliskova are the obviously the ones that make me pause. Um, but I still feel like on form... Um, Simona's there. I do think tough draw for, for Osaka could bring out the best in her. The, 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 there isn't a, a opportunity for her to think, oh, this should be a winnable match. I think that she'll go into a lot of those matches feeling like she's even or an underdog. Um, so that makes a bit of a difference. But And then obviously Petra obviously has won Wimbledon twice, and I do think that she's in the mix here yeah. if the draw breaks her way. But, but uh, I mean, Kiki or Pliskova would not surprise me. Um,
0: but the answer was no, we heard it. And that is the 2019 French open draw preview from No Challenges to we thank you for listening. Uh, we're going to wrap this up very quickly. Um, any quick thoughts on Paris before we go from um, our folio the, work?
1: The service has been amazing here. I have to say like weirdly, this is the first year that I've been in Paris where like the customer service.
0: Oh, at the park.
1: Not even just at La Parc, at different places. Like, it's been, like, really attentive, and it's, like, really weirded me out. But... That's not
0: typical Parisian. We're apart, saying, no.
1: apart from that, I think the, the, the grounds at Roland Garros look really nice. The, the the renovations have been great.
0: I haven't been to the new court yet.
1: I haven't either. Um, but, yeah. And, um, and we have a new space for Radio Roland Garros, which I'll be a part of this year. Um, and so, yeah, people can tune in for my off-the-cuff... Idiotic and unsubstantiated remarks
0: Well they do it already if they listen to this show <laughs> And with that We bid you adieu We're going to play play out some of our um, Our house band recently recorded new music for the first time in a long time So here's some V-dub for y'all Please
1: don't say it I just want to go out tonight And make my baby proud